Welcome to JV Reads the T. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week, I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six-card reading. And, of course, we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. What is up, witches and bitches? Welcome back to JV Reads the Tea. <laughs> okay, so it turned into a demon halfway through. All right, that's great. Um, <laughs> our lovely guest today is the fantabulous, wonderful Alice. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. This is so exciting. I... I, I think I, I'm wondering, I don't know how long I have known you now for it is, it feels like it's been a minute, but like, I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough question to answer. Yeah. I mean, at least all of last year, which in and of itself was like 30 years. So yeah. <laughs> there's basically there's my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> So just this whole last time, so yeah. this whole last time, whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. So where might the people around the internet know you from? Um, I'm on Twitter at Magical Girl Kira. If you listen to any actual play podcast that primarily uses Masks and New Generation, I've probably been on there at least once. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Absolutely. Oh, oh, that just gave me <laughs> gave me flashbacks to like to several different things. One, the the time that we played that was really fun. I like yeah. that time. That was great. Um, <laughs> I had a grand old time with that. That was, I think, the first time I stepped into a character that I then made the center of an audio fiction. Oh, good cool! Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! Yes, um, good times. That was a that was a great time. Um, yeah, that's yeah. So like, why? I don't know why. Like my brain just like vacated everything. Like just the whole of everything <laughs> just like gone. Um, oh fun. Uh, <clears throat> so how about we? Tell the people a little bit more about you. So what um what do you what do you do just sort of generally? Either like during sort of fan times or during mm -hmm. the day, any of those things. Yeah. Um presently I'm I'm unemployed, so I don't do much of anything. Uh -huh. I I play a lot of RPGs online with friends. About half of those are being recorded for eventual release on podcasts. <laughs> I work up the audacity to audition for anything that I see. And I'm like, oh, I want to audition for that. And assuming I can conquer my nerves before the audition deadline passes by. <laughs> that is such a mood. Oh, that yeah. is such a mood. <laughs> the biggest mood. Oh, man. 
I like I just today when I was looking at my email like saw that I had managed to audition for a thing and the way in which I remember well I don't remember auditioning for the thing yeah it was probably during one of those random bursts of energy that I had pre this med change um <laughs> pre the most recent <laughs> switch of meds where now I'm like ooh I have drive and desire to do things this is lovely oh I, wow God, sounds awesome right new meds are always just just beautiful beautiful for the first week and then things get real <laughs> weird for like five days but then goes back to great but um so it must have been during like the time pre this new med where i was just mm-hmm. like in a haze and wasn't really sure what i was doing well the audition didn't work um maybe if i Maybe if I'd done a decent enough job, I would remember it and therefore would have remembered that I auditioned for the thing. <laughs> um, but it's all good. It, it's all good. I was literally yeah. opening it up to figure out the Zoom link for, an, for like other voice work I was doing. Mm-hmm. And really, if somebody had cast me in something that was actively being recorded like right now, I would probably have to say no because at this point, I'd be like, oh no. Oh no, I'm stressed out. There, yeah. There aren't even that many projects going on. There's just like one too many. And I'm like, no, no, I can't. Oh. I can't. Oh. That's but, totally understandable. Right? Yeah. But yeah. So auditioning for things and and needing to get the nerve up to do so is like it's a real big mood. I think like two of the things that I got recently, I didn't audition for um it was simply a they came across my demo and sort of thought about it last minute um well, that's cool <laughs> i thought about the identity of the character last minute and thought yeah. immediately back to the last <laughs> <laughs> the last thing that they had seen that fit that type which is helpful but not at the same time whatever it's hmm. fine in any case i'm I'm not going to complain about it personally. I will simply encourage everybody out there to devote a little bit of time to putting a demo together because because sometimes it'll help save you on that audition stress too, which is actually kind of helpful. Yeah, I don't know. Posit in a general theory for like anybody out there. Have that there. You may need to do a little bit less of the audition then because they'll have seen the rest of your capabilities and then it'll just be there and they'll be like, huh. So even if this audition was rocky, they still have yeah. this though. So, which is always yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, it's always good. Um, and you never know like how you're gonna feel when the audition comes around. Exactly. So like if you have, if you're getting over a cold or something, it's not gonna be your best work. But you have the demo to fall back on. Like this is what I normally sound like. Oh yeah, I'm remembering a recording that happened kind of recently. So. When I got my second shot, um, mm-hmm. my second vaccine shot, the effects hit me about five hours after that. However, Oof. five hours after that, I was in a recording. I was mid-recording. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I was mid-recording with um, with Val. Um, all mm-hmm. people who have been on the show, actually. I was with Val, I was with Eamon, and I was with, um, um, I was with Scotty. Um, and... The chaos. The chaos that was already there because <laughs> Val and Scotty oh, and there. me were there. Yeah. Like just no. all the chaos that was a lot. But that makes then, sense. On top of that, my brain was actively melting. I <laughs> it was 
was a bad time. I feel bad for Eamon. There's like two and a half hours worth of audio there. And like, I <laughs> got to pare it down to like 45 minutes. Good luck. <laughs> no idea how that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a fun time. Those are just general things to potentially be on the lookout for with that second shot. Just a just <laughs> yeah. gentle, gentle heads up there. It's gonna be a fun, fun little whirlwind. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So like looking at your cards here, mm-hmm. there's a journey happening. A definite a definite journey. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I I think I think by the end of it, by the end of it, it'll the the picture will all come together, as it tends to do usually overall. But I mm-hmm. think very specifically, this will paint like a very clear picture, or at least hopefully it will. I don't know. I cannot make these actual predictions because, well, <laughs> I always think back to that one time it was about. It was about home renovations that were actively occurring in the background of that call. But like I, <laughs> we didn't pick up on that until the end of the reading. So, okay. Even then it still made sense, but like it, oof. <sighs> I wish it had been more profound, but it wasn't. It's fine. In home renovations case, are important. They are, and they do cause a lot of stress, which is mm-hmm. basically what they're talking about. They're like, the cards are like, yeah, you're going to be pretty stressed out. There will be people like in and out of your home during oh. this time period, which is not mm-hmm. great. Like, so, you know, be good to yourself and just wait through it. It'll be nice when you get to the end of it and you can just look at the thing and it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a very nice overview of like what of what to expect with that. But it is also hmm. home renovations, which is kind of what this is the this is what you would hope if you were doing home renovations. Yeah. Like in general, in general, you will expect with home renovations that at the end of it, you can look at it and be like, ah, yes, it was worth it. Unless the home renovation went terribly, at which point. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. What did I do? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, home reno. Home renovation. If I had cable, I would watch HGTV all the time, but I don't. So <laughs> this first card here. Okay. Is the Eight of Swords. <clears throat> oh, I love that. Right? So the Eight of Swords, um, as a as a descriptor for everyone, it's got a uh, a chrysalis um, hanging mm-hmm. off of one sword, over top of a bunch of other swords, which, um, <laughs> as one could imagine, is a little bit precarious of a position to be mm. in. Um, though one could argue, not necessarily, because it is it. When a chrysalis is formed, it does have a, like, very nice, sturdy, like, connection to the thing it's hanging off of, you mm-hmm. know, because of evolution and whatnot, yeah. and it, how bad it would be if it didn't have that. Yeah. yeah. It, the, the ones that didn't didn't really survive long enough. Precisely. So, like, it it's, it's pretty secure where it is, and also, like, mm-hmm. it's not going to open up and fall out of the bottom, at which point you mm-hmm. have 
further problems um, because the butterfly is goo at that point. And yeah. Just, they use gooey swords for no reason, and that's not great. Anyway, I've gone down a weird... That's 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 my brain. Um, that's my brain for you. Anyway, this card is trapped and powerless. Uh, that is the meaning of this card. So this is in the past mm. position. Um, so... <clears throat> The description of this card here. Surrounded by obstacles and threats on all sides, you find yourself the victim. You see no way out, no available choices. Your perceptions keep you from opening your wings and taking flight. What keeps you sus- what keeps you suspended here? Yourself or others? The Eight of Swords demands an answer. You cannot hang here much longer. Hmm. So how is that feeling for the past? Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, trapped and powerless, you say. <laughs> um, oh. I mean, it's it's unfortunately not uncommon, but I was an abusive in an abusive relationship for like five years. Mm. That that'll do it. And then, <laughs> almost immediately after I got out of that, I'm like. I really can't ignore the fact that I'm trans anymore, can I? There you go. <laughs> and that's that seems pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, I I'd say so. Um, <laughs> I would. Say, yeah. See, this is one of those ones where I was looking at it like, I think I know what this one probably yeah. is. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like it's one of those ones where I'm like, oh, this feel. Mm, Mm. I've, I will put it this way. I've never seen a card that sort of captures more of the um, I've not come out yet um, experience. Yeah. No, yeah, the uh, <laughs> butterfly still in its cocoon. Yeah, it yeah. like quite the, with the imagery and even the the description behind the card. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. yeah, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that I mean. That seems to add up there. That makes perfect sense to me. Um, Looking at how that sort of connects and sort of then weaves itself into the present, there was a pun there, and we'll get to it in a second. Um, (laughs) I love puns. (laughs) The next card is the Eight of Pentacles. um, And the pun there is the fact that this card is a a spider. Um, Oh, look at that friend. See, my my puns are not always the best. I will say that how it weaves into the, that one, um, I sort mm-hmm. of realized as I was saying that, that that was a pun, I was just going to use that as like a phrase to get us yeah. to where we are. But um, the Eight of Pentacles just has a, has a, has a lovely spider sitting in its web mm-hmm. and, and a bunch of coins just sort of hanging off to the side just framing it where it is it's there it's happy it's living its life it's doing good it feels great um (laughs) so all that seems to be going quite well um and this card is overall a pretty positive card i know this one has come up in previous readings but um to sort of well one i i always reread them even if they show Mm -hmm. up regardless so um Craftsmanship and skill is the subheader of this card. The spider is a true master of her craft. She weaves against all odds with skill, intricacy, 
and confidence. The Eight of Pentacles requires a similar approach. Hone your skills. You're close to finding mastery at your craft, so strive for it. Pay attention to all the details. In some cases, this card means you need to find a new hobby, something you truly enjoy. Start a project. Become good at it. Huh. <laughs> the immediate thing this is bringing up is the podcast that you mentioned starting yes. the other day. <laughs> I was just about to, hey, Jamie, remember that tweet you replied to the other day? Like, quite um, literally. That was like, yeah, no, that, oh, oh, just sort of towards the end of that. I was like, yeah, that sounds like that, actually. It specifically says start a project, so now you've got the yeah. ability you do have I, to do that one. It's got to happen. The card told me to. I can't not do it. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, got to sit down and work at that a bit. There you go. But that'll be quite good. I mean, there's... There's a, I, I like the, uh, it's going to be fun. That'll be very fun though. As a, as a project, do you, um, do you want to tell the people a little bit what the idea was? Yeah. So, um, for most of like 2020, I was on a podcast unlabeled AP, which was a mask actual play. And it was me, uh, Mina B and Danny playing masks. It was really great. It was, uh, all trans girls. Unfortunately, it was all white trans girls, which is a failing of ours that we were trying to correct. And then the pandemic kind of crushed our, all of our energies and we can't continue the podcast anymore. But I've had just so many people tell me directly that having that all trans podcast was really important to them and how it helped them so much. So and I still want to do actual play podcasts. I enjoy them immensely. Yeah. So I want to do a better all trans actual play podcast with all variety of trans people. And love that. Oh. Love it so if you didn't know, trans people wrote a lot of tabletop games, weirdly enough. <laughs> so it's an interesting little thing. Um, finding like how many um, it's, now that I'm really thinking about it, like just thinking about um, how how personally for me, like the sort of widening of my social sphere, like mm -hmm. how the way in which that happened, I the the um, <laughs> the friends that have sort of sauntered into my life at this point um, have all like most of <laughs> most of them have been trans people, and I, it it's funny to me that <laughs> the way in which this happened is by like opening up the part of myself that likes um that likes role play and rpgs in general like and all of mm -hmm. that and how opening up just that part of myself there just oh here's where all the trans people are that i didn't get to meet until this <laughs> point like just here's everybody oh yay oh what's oh. behind this door <laughs> yeah. like oh i opened this and here's here's all of us yeah. just the whole the whole all of us the, all, the full gamut i love it great perfect which makes a lot of sense um they're one of the i think first times i ever um sort of fiddled around with like a character and the gender of the character was playing well it was playing D, &D specifically but mm -hmm. yeah well we can't the first time can't all be winners for everybody no. um, <laughs> but yeah that um that was a uh, was a thing i got to 
got to do and got to sort of figure out through that character a little bit how I what my gender was going to be. Um, not that I have that figured out because I don't, I because I don't fully because that's yeah, not I don't know that that's yeah. possible, but. <laughs> It's it daily, which is lovely. <laughs> Love Sounds that. like fun. <laughs> Just sort of waking up and be like, oh. Oh, it's different today. Mm. Oh, boy. I hope the outfits are prepped. Um, <laughs> whatever the <laughs> outfit needs to be, I hope it's ready. Here we go. Um, oh, good times. But yeah, that's that's going to be really exciting. I can definitely see that having like a an actual really big impact on on a lot of people and I even in like in my experience the way that people have reacted to um how well even to the very few episodes that actually like were was released so far from mm-hmm. um from a uh a, a horror braille of 76 and just the way that people, I love AHB 76 it was the way people reacted to that and how yeah. like oh look <laughs> here go three three little little gender queer kids just sort of out here in the 70s yeah. <laughs> and just the response to that alone mm-hmm. was was wonderful and i can't wait to go back to that that'll be real fun hell yeah losers first naturally but well right um <laughs> but you gotta yeah. You gotta kill that clown sometime soon, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, literally. Okay. <laughs> oh, peek behind the curtain, the planning sessions that we've been doing. We yeah. At one point, we're like, we've, we didn't expect it to go this long. I don't know why we <laughs> thought it was going to be much shorter. Because, <laughs> like, uh. it was when we all were like, okay, so we each will get an individual episode to deal with, like, mm-hmm. going and finding the totems. That was really... That was a wild moment. Um, yeah, a wild just conversation to have in that group. But then when that sort of became, oh yeah, now, um, now we have to put it together, and now we have to figure out the rest of the story. There are probably <laughs> only going to be like four more of that, I think. Okay. Yeah, maybe less, maybe like three. I don't. I'm not fully sure. But that's still pretty good. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, and eat just. Oh, and even just just the concept of queering up Stephen King stories makes me feel great. Hell yeah. Just love that. <laughs> love that. Oh, love that a lot. But yeah, and specifically this, um, the, the I, I like, the, I, I don't know, I'm just a fan of the idea. And my, my uh, I, the offer for me to edit things is, is very much there. I will happily do it, especially when... I am finished editing an audio drama, which I am. I have, have two episodes left of that to edit. So, oh wow! I am open cool. to um. So I'm open to it at any point. Just let me know. I'm around. All right. <laughs> awesome. Um. So looking. So we're gonna jump down now to the problem section. Okay. Um, this is. This is the one that I said. Um. Visually is the mm-hmm. one that is difficult to look at. Um, <laughs> okay. And also, like, has a has a meaning to it that is not ideal. Um, what I can also say about this card is this card has come up a few times. It is one of the pandemic cards. I, I, will, mm-hmm. I will pre-state that. It is one of the pandemic cards. It is... It's, it's 
the one, again, it's the one that's the hardest to look at, but it's a pandemic card. So there we are. It is this one, uh, the Ten of Swords. Um, <laughs> that's so. not where you want your swords to be, no. you know, ideally. No, it's not. Just all stabbed into this mm-hmm. this poor cow. Um, <laughs> just Ooh. this, this real... Real dead bison, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> heavily dead bison. Um, not ideal. Um, but, and also not ideal that this card represents um, ruin, rock bottom, and melodrama. So, um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, this is a pandemic card. This has mm-hmm. been one of the, like, given that we are, I, I won't even say that we're coming out of it necessarily, but what I will say is, like, we're hopefully um, coming towards the sort of end of the bad portion of this pandemic, but like the really bad portion of it. People are getting vaccinated. A lot more people now are getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So things are getting a bit better, but we still have to deal with the fallout of everything the hell that's happened the last yeah. year. So like, this is one of those cards on a more global scale as to like, th- Shit's been rough. <laughs> Shit's been fucking rough. Um, and I guess like the, well, I I'll read the description on the card on the off chance something on that hits very specifically like in a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, but like <clears throat> just that general overview of like when this card is in this position at this time, mm-hmm. it is most likely referring to something that is, if not the pandemics on its own it is something that is an offshoot of the pandemic specifically um like one of the consequences of the pandemic just happening um at this moment in uh, on on this rock that that is hurtling that feels like it's hurtling toward the sun quickly but it's i guess it's technically not but it feels like it is anyway that's i mean it's going towards the sun the sun is also moving away (laughs) that's a fun time that's a that's a fun that is a fun thing that it's doing oh god the planets now i oh no um there's this weird moment in my brain where like (laughs) where if i start thinking like too grand um like too large on a on a certain Mm -hmm. scale like i start thinking about how planetary things are moving my brain just goes, why? Why yeah. are you doing this? Stop. Um, so the brain doesn't like to think of things that large scale. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can think of like a meteorite, but that's about as large a thing I could think of at this moment. <laughs> and as far away a thing I can think of. Can't worry about aliens. Now's not a time to worry about aliens. Um <laughs> but it anyway, that's fun. So when the Ten of Swords appears. Mm-hmm. you finally hit rock bottom you've let others walk all over you while you played the victim is it possible that you love the backstabbing and drama too much to move forward without without it um if not for drama what would you focus on it is time to find out hmm. so hmm. i feel like i don't know I don't know. Do does that does that bring up anything for you, or, or, or the more pandemic leaning sort of view of the card? Which of those sort of feels more, more in line with it? Um, 
it's really tough to say. Um, I'm very fortunate and I'm in a pretty good spot right now that I was able to move in with my girlfriend and she makes enough money that I'm able to be unemployed right now and we don't have to stress about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work for the post office as a mail carrier mm-hmm. and um, in September I got sick. Oh. And after that, I've had some lingering health issues, which I was still able to do my job. I only nearly passed out a handful of times while doing my job. Oh, well, that's not, that's not great. (laughs) When I got home, I didn't really have enough energy to Mm. cook and clean and take care of myself. So it wasn't tenable for me to live alone and do full-time work. Yeah. So I had to quit and move in with my girlfriend, which has been nice. That's but good. it's also mm-hmm. now I have no idea what I'm doing for employment going forward. Ah, uh, that is well, the lack of employment is not ideal, obviously, yeah. naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, naturally, for most people, not ideal, just in yeah. general. But like, but I think, um, I think there is also something that is important in being able to acknowledge that like being able to acknowledge when we do have that moment of like looking at looking at everything that's going on and being like, oh, oh, this is not sustainable. Can't keep doing it yeah. this way. Gotta gotta make a change, gotta switch something up. Um and I for one am really happy that you did make that realization and that you did um find a situation that is um, that is at the very least better for your health. I, I hope. Um, yeah, hopefully, I'm, hopefully there's been improvements there too. Mostly, just have to be careful standing up because mm. that's usually when it's the worst. But uh, gotcha. Uh, that can be definitely difficult. So I would definitely lean towards this card. Feels yeah. less, less more. What? Well, what? Less more. What words? Why? It's mm-hmm. weird on days where I like have to read a script like early on during the day and then I mm-hmm. have to like not read a script later. My ability to like read things and then like improv and like have thoughts that make sense um diminishes like immediately. Like it's like it's gone yeah. and I don't understand why that is. But oh well, it's fine. I will bring it back though. Um <laughs> so um I would say that this card is less than about um is less than less than about the backstabbing but that doesn't seem to come into this much at all. I would say Oh, uh, mm-hmm. beyond my health there were other issues with management at that job. I had so oh. many complaints filed through my union steward. It was Oh. Oh no. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that would be like an extremely difficult job. I have, um, I think I have a family member who does it, but for a, mm-hmm. an incredibly small town. And I think she's like maybe one of, I think, I think they have more employees than they might actually need at this current moment. Um, mm-hmm. Just given that there's like almost nobody in that town, the internet's bad in that town. So people aren't getting like a lot of packages just like delivered to them really. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Western Massachusetts is a very odd place, let me tell you. It's not not the most ideal place to live overall, but um at least for her she finds it manageable and like she's able to 
able to handle it fairly well, but like I could also see it being remarkably stressful, particularly during this time period. Ooh, during this year? Yeah. Oh no. Ooh. It was Ooh. like there was it was such a weird year. But for me, because you can't remotely deliver mail my job never stopped when quarantine happened mm -hmm. and because i never really went out and hung out with friends in person before the pandemic my life didn't change much mm -hmm. until in the autumn when i got sick and everything mm -hmm. so it was a nice bit of stability but no there was years of the bosses singling me out specifically oh. for oh we're gonna ride along with you seven times in 2019 we're not going to check on anyone else of the same rank oh no because they were rushing and getting the job done hours before they should be and i would go through the next day and have to deliver the mail to the right houses and get the boxes that they were leaving just at the mailbox and bring them to the door oh god Ooh. and do the job properly gotcha <laughs> I'm not bitter about it. No. What, <laughs> Honestly, why would you... you would have every right to be. Ooh, if there is one thing that gets me, mm. that, that gets me. Like, it's been, in, it's actually been interesting. This has shifted about me a little bit more as time has gone on. Um, But, like, one of the things that I, that I absolutely cannot stand and, like, have not been able to tolerate in myself, like, ever, mm -hmm. like, I, I, I can't handle it in myself, but I specifically, I know when it came in too. Like I know exactly when this, like when this <laughs> little thing just like became a part of me as like a, as a human. But like when I go to do a job, I go and I make sure that the job is done correctly. The mm -hmm. first time it may take me a little bit longer the first couple times, but as soon as that becomes habit, I will do it the correct way forever and I never have an additional problem after that, even if there's a change because I am just adapting and adding on to what I was already doing rather than like, oh, I have to change the bad thing I was doing to work mm -hmm. that into a like passively decent thing and then switch that on top of that, which is just a, maybe that's a note for anybody listening who has not yet joined the workforce. Here's a fun <laughs> tip. I'm not, I, I mean, fuck capitalism, but also like, but also for the paycheck, just so you can like make sure you're doing a decent enough job, learn it correctly, do it correctly. When changes come mm -hmm. adapt, but you're on, but then you only have to adapt that one thing and you're not, you don't have to adapt the like, bad thing you're doing previously also then your ass is covered um <laughs> then your ass is covered if things show up and they're a little bit weird mm -hmm. and, and also like having to do the the work that other people were supposed to do yeah and just and and just didn't or like did incorrectly mm. uh, <laughs> oh lord my my biggest pet peeve is there was this one set of condos at a route that the subs usually had to cover um, where they had multi-box units are the ones where you have, oh, the middle boxes, they're all together and each person has a key and opens everything. Mm -hmm. The design of these ones were, it was like a flat series of rectangles and it tips out. Oh. And 
Yeah, it's a pain in the ass to rip. Like the customer just opens the door and pulls their mail right out. But to load it, we pull the front down. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stressful. Which it was a little bit easier for me because I'm over six feet tall. So I can very easily see down and into it. But everyone, the other three people on who would do the route would just cram mail in there oh, when it no. wouldn't fit. So I'd have to empty the box out, straighten the mail out, fold it together so it slides back down in there nice in order to put the new mail in. And it took not forever because I'm good at my goddamn job, but it took extra time. Yeah, that's so. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Well, there was an article that was written about um, (laughs) there's actually an article recently written about Mm -hmm. I shared it on my timeline because I. I was kind of, I don't know, it was that weird moment of like hometown pride for some weird reason. Like I, I, like I, I like, I like where I live. I've liked where I live for like, you know, the entirety of the time that I've lived here, which is 31 years at this point. Ha ha. Um, oh, cool. so like, yeah. I feel fortunate that like I, that I live in a place that, you know, is pretty chill overall. Mm-hmm. Um, Occasionally problematic, but most of the time people tend to like, it feels like a Midwestern town but like if people meant the nice things they said <laughs> like kind of like yeah like i don't know if that maybe that feels like side eye toward the midwest but i don't necessarily mean that oh yeah well y'all know what i mean i'm sure they know what i mean um they know i love them they know it they know it it's fine um but um we had a, a article in our local paper um still a pretty big paper but um mm-hmm. it was about this it was about our local mailwoman who does like the entirety of our town, which I did not really. I thought oh, she only wow. had like, yeah, because I, I, like it in the um, the neighborhood that I'm in um, mm-hmm. is. I don't know even how to describe it. Like, I, I don't know why I'm referring to this as like midtown. That feels weird because this is nowhere near the size of a city. Like it's we've got we've got like three main streets. I'm on the okay. intersection of two of them. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just, that's, that's it really. And honestly, you can sort of like there, the, you can divide up the way that civilization works in this area by the two grocery stores. They are at the opposite ends of like the popular, like the yeah. big town sort of region. Um, and then there's like outskirts from there kind of, and then there's a mm-hmm. college that I also work at. But like, other than that, it's, it's still a pretty small area. Um, she was delivering mail to the college, which is on the opposite side of town from where I live. Mm-hmm. She delivers the mail to my house. She also delivers it to the places nearby, like where the other grocery store, the one that I'm not close to is. Mm-hmm. And like, and they had like photos of her at like at each of these locations. And I was like, this it, I know she's not the only one that works here. Like what? Like what? What is like? But also, like the article is like how she goes around and like what she would be singing like all the time. Like that was the mm-hmm. thing that she did to get through the shift. And honestly, I get it. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Like, ooh. oh, I listen to so many podcasts <laughs> that I feel like I feel like that's one of the reasons that podcasts are amazing. Like just mm-hmm. in general, this feels weird to talk about on a podcast. On the podcast, like, let us brag about podcasts while on a podcast. It feels wonderful. Um, no, it's fine. Uh, but like, I well, think... they're listening, so I assume they enjoy podcasts. Yeah, like the the listeners out there totally know what I mean. 
They understand. They love it. <laughs> they love it and enjoy podcasts as much as we do, I would hope. Otherwise, I don't know how y'all found this. You've I don't been know going through a lot of episodes <laughs> to get to mine. Yeah, it's like y'all really... I mean, but like, I'm happy you're here, but also, if I, oh God, the concept of this being somebody's first podcast is like (laughs) alarming to me. I'm like, oh no. (laughs) I could see that though. There was a moment wherein I had to um, explain what a podcast was to my grandma. And that was, Mm -hmm. mm, that was on my first show, which is a little easier to explain to her because that one was just an interview show. So like that was easier. Whereas this one, I I didn't tell her this one existed. I just like, (laughs) (laughs) Grandma, I started a new show during the pandemic. No, I ain't gonna tell you what it's called. I don't, I don't, I don't know that you. Um, I don't know that you oh. need to know. She gonna call me a hippie. I don't know that she really needs. Like, I, I love her though. She's she's great. Um, but no, it's. Uh, I I think podcasts are really good because they are like pieces of media that that are one that they're free this is important they're mm-hmm. free. like they're free and for a reason and because of that they're available to anybody who like has a device that can access them mm-hmm. like which is most people because a phone has been made a thing yeah that can, yeah most yeah. modern phones can play podcasts exactly and so like i think and because of that we always have like a source of entertainment in some way or a source of learning even like there have Mm -hmm. been so many i think one of the thing ah yes actually this is a fun thing one of the things that the pandemic did was get my little brother and sister listening to podcasts because they like at school got like shorter their days got shorter for a good bit especially Mm -hmm. during the beginning and they're like i'm going out of my head and i don't know what the hell to do i've watched every (laughs) show that i actually care to watch i'm like well, how about this is a show? Like, give that a shot. Yeah. Now the little brothers like talk to me about podcasts and things. Like when he sees me, I'm like, oh, well, that's oh, sweet. <laughs> like, oh, that's very, oh, that's lovely. Um, that just made me feel kind of good. Um, poof. It did also stand next to my little brother, and he's like so much taller than me. It is <laughs> absolutely insane. He's like. He is, I believe he turned 16 in November. Um, mm-hmm. And he is a smooth five inches taller than me. And I <laughs> I am 31. That is, that is yeah. alarming to me that he is that much taller than me. But, you know, I guess just as the generations go on, I suppose they're just going to keep fucking growing. Um, I guess it's weird. Yeah. I wonder... This is a weird. This is a thing that has nothing to do with the pod- mm-hmm. <laughs> this podcast at all. But I did have this like theory um, about like sizing on like clothing. I feel like sizing as people like genuinely start to be just taller or like well, or wider. I suppose depending. Mm-hmm. Um, like I I wonder if that is going to change what we deem as like regular sizing or regular sizing like whatever i mean clothing sizing is just, <laughs> just stupid anyway like it's completely indecipherable <laughs> yeah like it's the worst system that we've ever oh, built man. um <laughs> the worst system with the exception of capitalism and um honestly well i mean it's an offshoot of capitalism to be honest that's a good point i was gonna say the not like a non-political system mm. that we designed 
um, a non-political system that we have designed that has a lot to do with politics and is tied deeply to it and all of that loveliness. <laughs> um, it's a weird system and it varies from places like so widely. Much. Yeah. And it's not just even based on like inches, which would be easy or like no. even centimeters, which would like, Oh God. It's... <laughs> no, I'm like, <laughs> mm. I'm still trying to figure it out. I know generally I'm like a 12 or a 14 or a large or an extra large, but I always have to check the chart because what that means by brand is hugely mm. different. And very true. most things are very sh a lot shorter on me than I think they were intended to be because I'm just so much taller. <laughs> I've had that issue a lot too, like which is why... I've had that issue a lot too, which is one of the reasons I started mm -hmm. like sewing as much as I did, particularly during the pandemic, because I, I don't know, especially towards the beginning. Yes, it was nice to have a project. It also was just mm -hmm. simply, I'm like, I know I'm about to grow a whole bunch. I, I <laughs> that first week and the way I ate that first week told me immediately I was going to gain like at least 20 pounds. And, and listeners, I did not. I did not gain 20 pounds. I gained mm -hmm. only five. I don't know how the hell it has only been five. That doesn't make sense. Might be Daily Harvest. They are not sponsored. So I'm not going to mention them yeah. past that one point, but might have <laughs> been them. Anyway. <laughs> but um that like that was even with that though, like mm -hmm. even in sewing and like getting these sewing patterns, which on the on the whole are um i will say are not super size inclusive overall they are getting a bit mm. better vogue specifically has gotten a lot better weirdly like their patterns i yeah. don't know why that is but they've gotten like a lot better at including um at including larger sizes um i got this um there it's actually happened a few times i've gotten several items that have been like so big on me that I actually didn't know how to alter them to make them small enough to work for me and would mm -hmm. have to go back and start over entirely. Um, which is great. That is awesome. That makes me so happy. Like yeah. that means there, there are like so many people out there who are, I would say, uh, who I would say are maybe not necessarily a whole lot larger than me, but like still would be able to work in like most of these things without needing to alter them so severely, which is always nice. I, I like when that, when that is the case. Mm. Um, I, the one thing I wish could, there were bigger sizes of, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm almost certain probably completely agree with me is shoes. Um, just oh, like just a I, cute shoe. I would love a cute shoe. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, please. I am. I'm a size 13 men's, which means I'm a size 15 women's. Oh, Lord. And I'm only a size 10 and a half in men's, and I don't yeah. have, like, and for some reason, I still can't find nothing. That's not that big, though. That's, I, I also can't find men's shoes because it is a very common mm -hmm. shoe size. Annoying. It is annoying. Yeah. It is just annoying, and I hate it so much. But that... It's oh, so God. frustrating. Um, I have, like, one nice pair of flats mm. that I have for fancy occasions mm -hmm. and then a pair of 
pink Converse because Converse uses unisex sizes, so you can get mm-hmm. their shoes in any size you want, pretty much. Shout out to Converse. I miss Converse. I haven't had a, I haven't had a, I haven't had a pair of Converse in years, <laughs> but like I, I liked them a lot. Oh, I. I miss them. I remember there was at one point a heel that somebody made that was that was a Converse heel, which I mm-hmm. I wanted a lot. Again, absolutely didn't cover my size, but I wanted it. Um, and <laughs> it was real cute. Um, but that's yeah, it is what it is. I I, I was I was actually looking at shoes the other day specifically. Mm-hmm. I, um, I was looking at a. Uh, at a company again not a sponsored moment but this is this was like on a on a podcast that was sponsored by these people i wanted to look them up on the off chance they had a size somewhere that like might work for me and apparently their size their sizes did go up to a 13 which might feasibly fit me they are also like made of recycled plastic which seemed feasibly Mm -hmm. like well, I work well. I might be able to even like expand these slightly. Like I don't know. Like, yeah, that'll work. But then I also looked at the price tag on those and realized they were way too goddamn high. Mm. I was like, "Ooh, I want to save the planet, but ooh, yeah." <laughs> there, there is a cost. It's like, huh? Why the planet? No, like I, w- I do wish those could be a like things like that. I. It's actually interesting. I wish there were things like that that did wind up hitting the, um, hitting that, uh, what's that market? Um, I forgot what they called that, that type of market, but the, the, I will, for the sake of my brain right now, call it the off-brand market. Like the, okay. like after you get this like one brand that's doing this one cool thing and doing it extremely well, there's all those like tiny, like sort of offshoots that are absolutely yeah not doing it as well but they're still doing it and it's mm-hmm. still like a doable thing that you could maybe purchase those ones and like feel like you're getting the same kind of vibe and you they're like still using the same type of materials just mm-hmm. yeah i can't wait for that to hit like recycled things like that would be real chill that would be cool yeah yeah I don't know why that markup would have to be that high. Like it actually doesn't make a lot of sense with the process that they're actually doing. I, yeah. Mm. Something suspect about it. It's capitalism. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I mean there, <laughs> there's a point you're like, oh, helping the environment. And then you see the price tag, you're like, you know, most of you know, CO emissions and waste is by major corporations anyways and an individual responsibility is really overinflated to try and keep people distracted from that fact so oh there's sometimes i'll look at that price tag and be like you know what dolphins are bastards actually i don't fuck with dolphins oh god i do fuck with sea turtles i don't fuck with dolphins though dolphins are they're too smart i do not trust them also don't trust the cephalopods in general but specifically Mm -hmm. just octop the octopus as a as a concept oh Um, i mean speaking of aliens yeah yeah i (laughs) oh god i don't remember what article it was that i read that was like yeah no um there we tested these we don't know what what they are though and i was like what <laughs> wait what do you mean you don't know what the optimus is i what like oh no i don't understand they're very mm. strange but i suppose i don't know and I'll, it does weird me out that they can like fit through very tiny like mm-hmm. gaps and things like that mm, i'm not a fan of that i'm 
I'm not a fan of that. I used to love swimming in the ocean. The more I think about it now, I never want to do it again. I will never do it again, actually. So well, I, that's fair. I the barely, ocean's terrifying. Yeah, like I barely did it to begin with, but like, oof. <laughs> now I really, now I really won't. Um, even well, when I'm not it, going to the ocean in Connecticut. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the beach. Yeah, it's very rocky. And there's oh, no ocean. It's all Long Island Sound. Oh, God. Oh, not Connecticut. <laughs> not the Connecticut beach. No. I will it's say, pretty to the, look at. I do love I'm the not... Mystic Aquarium. The Mystic Aquarium. Oh, the Mystic Aquarium is phenomenal. Oh, my I favorite. love it so much. I That was where I got to pet a, to pet a manta ray. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was so... That was such a wild... They're very soft, actually. But that's... <laughs> I mean, naturally. They... Like, when you look at, like, what their body's made out of, it makes sense that they're kind of soft. I did just realize that we did absolutely stop in the problem section. We will get back to the solution. Because um, okay. I do like the way that the solution is written. I, I like, flipped over the thing. Just, here we are, over here, talking about yeah. the softness of the softness of aquatic softness animals. Um, right. You yeah. just watch them wiggle, and, you know, it, they can't be rough or firm. I was so also flexible. expecting them to not want to be touched, despite the fact mm-hmm. they were in a touch pool, meaning like <laughs> yeah. that is the only thing that happens to them in that mm-hmm. small pool. Like, it's fine. You can touch them. They'll be okay with it. I'm like, I don't know why, but I feel like I need yeah. consent. Like, I need it's like, it's informed, like, verbal mm-hmm. consent, even though this thing cannot speak to me. Um <laughs> I do wish it could. Um, no, I so, don't. Oh god, that'd be so weird. Oh, anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. my um, my girlfriend has two dogs. Well, I have two dogs now because I live with my girlfriend, yeah. so they're my dogs too. Oh, and we have a we have a greyhound, Talia, who loves to steal the spot the second you get out of bed. Oh. But also, if you like pet her. And then stop petting her, and she decides she hasn't had enough pets. She just shoves her nose under your hand and like flips it back onto her. Oh, my my cat started doing that kind of recently. Yeah. Like I would just leave my hand just sort of like draped off of the um, mm-hmm. like off the edge of the couch, and like it was I don't know. The couch is like weirdly low to the ground, so like and my arms like kind of lanky and long, so yeah. if it's just sort of like hanging there. She would just like walk up to it and be like, all right, nope, don't move your hand. Do not move your hand. I have one very specific itch and I actually need you to get it right here. <laughs> but like, do not move your hand to do it. Just, yeah. just stay right there. I will walk I'll get it. back you just, and forth. You stay there. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my dog does that occasionally too. She also, my dog is a, is a very small and she like is the length of my forearm and she just loves growing oh. into things. It's anyway, um, <laughs> fun fun lovely things i love animals animals are great oh god and actually nope never mind there is not an animal on this card i was going to use no. that to segue there's uh. no animal here but speaking of nature because this whole deck is themed on nature so mm-hmm. that works every time <laughs> bam there we are um <laughs> we have the solution card um and this is again the solution to um to the bad shit from the previous one. Um, yep. <laughs> and the solution here is the Nine of Wands. Oh. It's a staircase made okay. out of sticks leading up to the moon. Cool. Yeah, which is lovely. And this one represents strength, stamina, and confidence. 
Mm. Mm. So the solution here is as follows. <clears throat> as nines usually imply, your journey is near completion, but on this final stretch, you find yourself growing weary. Doubt and fear are running through your mind. The Nine of Wands asks you to rally your confidence and realize how far you've come. Lift your eyes and take a few more steps. Soon, all your hard work will start to pay off. I'm getting so much better at like reading the descriptions on these. Yeah, comments. actually, like, ooh, add an emotion and shit. Ooh, love it. Early days of this podcast, I was just stilted. Like, I, my dyslexia is bad, and I cannot read these. Um, in <laughs> fairness, the writing on these is like not like that's not a. Oh yeah, no, that's like, not a great font. That's just not a great font no. for anybody. Uh, but very specifically for my dyslexic brain, this hmm. is not ideal. But um. So with the way that this, the way that this is sort of positioned, um, mm -hmm. particularly if like, if the last card led to any lack of confidence sort of issues and sort of the need to, well, also the thing that's standing out here is the stamina bit, um, is stamina and strength, but on a more physical level, I think, mm. um, particularly like, you know, needing to sort of to sort of rally those together to like feel to feel like strong enough to move forward just overall, I think is um well one, just a general important message and also important, especially looking towards the future, um, and looking mm. towards like all of the potentially daunting things on the horizon. Like yeah. yeah. It that need that moment that need for that moment to, you know, take that second, rally yourself. You know you've got this. All you gotta do is keep on going. Just keep on moving forward. Um, that's what that's what it's posing as a as a solution to the feelings and everything that sort of popped up with the last one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how's that card feeling for you? Um, pretty good. I mean, I definitely like on the health level. I have been working on stamina and strength. I got my my girlfriend got me ring fit as a late Christmas present oh. and I've been doing that for like two months now mm. and that's going well nice which... has, has that felt like it's been like it's been helping a lot or yeah hmm. I know um importantly it it gets me out of bed in the morning because it's There's like that. okay it's the morning <laughs> time to go downstairs and do ring fit for I started at like barely making it to 10 minutes and now i'm like pushing 16 minutes every day nice which yes. is yeah there you go yes oh i love that I, there I, was a... I appreciate that massively i'm gonna be yeah. real i can't go for more than 10 minutes doing pretty much any any kind of exercise related mm -hmm. activity can't do it i absolutely can't and i <laughs> at that point it's not even a matter of like strength i just stop yeah like, a part of it's i get bored but part of it is also like nope i've stretched too much and my body mm -hmm. will not um it it just won't um in yoga i will go into child's pose for the remainder of this little thing i <laughs> i cannot keep doing this <laughs> i will just lie on this ground and i will take a nap that is how i will get through the rest of this yoga session um, yeah, that makes sense more. but yeah um 
I actually don't know fully what Ring Fit is. Um, so it's a uh, it's for the Nintendo Switch. It's a like a resistance ring that hooks onto a controller, and then the other controller goes on a leg strap around your other leg, mm-hmm. and they have. Using the sensors and the controllers, it guides you through different exercises. Oh. And there's like an adventure mode, which has a very thin plot. Hmm. And you fight enemies by doing exercises to damage the enemies. And then you jog through the level. And there's Hmm. obstacles like springboards. So you have to do a squat to hit the springboard and make it jump forward and stuff. Oh, nice. It's fun. It keeps me engaged with exercising. It gives me guidance in exercising because like the few times I've tried to go to a gym, I've been like, I'm at the gym. <laughs> the, the fuck am I supposed to do here? If that's not the realest, <laughs> the realest experience of being at the gym. Oh my God. A bunch uh, of machines. I don't know what these do. <laughs> if that's I don't want to break myself or this fancy equipment. Ooh, I've literally said that exact thing about a treadmill before. I <laughs> just looking at a treadmill like, I mean, I guess I could just like keep walking forward and I guess mm-hmm. that'll do that. But like, this feels like I'm not doing it right. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it's, especially on a treadmill, I was I'm like, I don't think I'm going fast enough. I know my heart rate thing says I'm going honestly mm-hmm. too fast that I need to slow down. But I'm not sure if that's just the fact that, like, I don't know if that is actually accurate to me or not, mm-hmm. or if that's just it generalizing based on several other factors. So I then talk myself down off of, like, moving any slower um, yeah. due to science, but which is not the most helpful. So I will just get burnt out faster. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, I don't know. Should I maybe pretend like this is a runway? Should I runway walk this and like see how, <laughs> see what that does? And then I start sweating and then I start to not like the feeling of sweating mm. and then I leave. Um <laughs> Yeah, that makes it and there's people at the gym. Why would you want to exercise around all these people? Exactly. And it's not like you're exercising together. You're just all in the same space for yeah. some reason. Like, I took martial arts classes for 13 years. I understand exercising as a group and to a goal, but I don't want to go in a room where a bunch of strangers are also doing exercises. 1,000%. I am going to ask about the martial arts there. What kind? What kind of martial arts? I love okay. martial arts in general. Um, <laughs> it was um, a mixture of uh, karate, kempo, and kung fu. So I took it all throughout high school. Mm. Then I went to college in Florida for a semester and a half. And then I came back and took it while I was still in Connecticut Mm. before moving to New Jersey for like seven years. Mm. Nice. Well, that's super fun. So I am a second degree black belt. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Very good. Very good and fun. Love that. That's all. Oh, that's an achievement that I have never been able to stick with. I'm going to blame ADHD for that. I, I truly, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't, mm, that and maybe just middle school. Like, because I did um, very, 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 very briefly attend some Aikido classes because that seemed to be a thing that just 
my mom thought I should do, but also mm -hmm. that did seem kind of fun and exciting. And I was watching a bunch of anime at the time, so it did yeah. seem a further thing like I would just enjoy. Um, I did enjoy it, but I don't know. Also, yeah, halfway through middle school, I then sort of realized I didn't want to do physical labor at, at yeah. anymore uh, at, at any point, except for then working on a farm for a little bit, which was even that was a weird call. Mm. Mm, but it was fun. I don't know. Ranch hand. It was fun to be a ranch hand. It's fun to have that little hat. I enjoyed the little yeah, hat. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> to get to wear a little cowboy hat. That was fun. Oh, man. Those photos will never see the internet, though. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, though. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. Mm. Um, what uh, Do you remember why you went to... Um, um initially well i had wanted to go since well when i was a really little kid i saw the olympics and i saw the gymnasts i'm like i want to do that and i said to my parents i want to do gymnastics and they said no you can't that's for girls uh <laughs> i had a crisis internalized that didn't think about it for a while i'm like okay i want to do karate and i'm like Okay, let, let's level here. We're fine with you doing karate, but if you do karate, your brothers have to do karate, and we don't trust your brothers to do karate just yet. <laughs> oh, no. So we're going to make you wait until they're older. I'm like, okay. It's, it's not, it's not going to help. They're already, you know, me knowing karate might actually help matters here, but no? Okay, fine. That's oh, great. No. <laughs> the way parents sometimes just don't like listen we can't have your we can't yeah. have your siblings learn this we can't do that it just won't work um mm -hmm. for reasons um we can't we can't have them learn any of these things because if mm -hmm. they learn them they cannot be stopped and and <laughs> We cannot turn these little monsters onto the rest of the world. Um, oh, mood. I get it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, what a mood. But yeah, anyway, sorry to interrupt. That was no. Funny to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they made you wait a little bit longer, but the desire was mm -hmm. still there and you still went. Yep. That's cool. And I probably stuck with it better that I was older than. And I stuck with that for 13 years. I stuck with violin for two months. <laughs> and I stuck. Every time I've attempted violin, it has lasted exactly two months. Actually, yeah. that's really funny to me. Every single time, I like get what I like get hot cross buns down, and then I'm like, mm -hmm. I cannot do this ever again. I I can't. <laughs> and I don't know. It was specifically in the third grade you had the option of taking violin. I'm like. <laughs> why the third grade also i remember it hurt a lot because you had to like bend your head like this to keep the violin and the mm -hmm. teacher had you hold the wand with your fingers like this instead of just holding it yeah well it I, like, I would have done it like this because that would have made sense to me i got great stable yeah. control over something if i hold I it like this like what like yeah. hold like that no she's like you have to hold it like this it was like, why like, would you? Why? How? <laughs> I don't I remember that exact thing. 
nothing made sense and it was painful and I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and then wow. I tried to do drums for band, but mm. I don't know if I just never got the list of when band practice was or oh. lost it or something. So I never knew when practice was. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Oh my God. I mean, oh. I'm at, in my defense, I was very depressed and went through most of school in a dissociative haze, so... That is fair. No, that's Undiagnosed fair. autism and ADHD, what are you gonna do? There's that. That de- Ooh, that checks out. Ooh. Ooh, that checks out for the... That checks out for the whole school experience. Totally yeah. get it. For sure. Oh, man. I... I... I always thought it was, like, it was kind of... I, like, I liked that they had music classes that were like kind of mandatory a little bit like i did mm-hmm. like that they did that in in early ed for the specific thing of like just in case y'all discover something that y'all really like like the way right. that, the way that my school did it like um or the way my school did that with they did it for the very first year of high school too which i really liked but they also did it in um the very beginning of middle school they had mm-hmm. us go through and take like all the extracurriculars is not the right word but like the the optional classes like all the optional things you could fill your schedule with like these were all these options you could you Mm -hmm. could take literally any of them all of them are during these two time periods so you could take two of them in theory oh cool just you know make your decision and do whatever you want to do which is pretty chill it's like as an option and i know that the school well i literally live still in the school district my little brother is in the same yeah. school, is in the school district still going through it um i was happy i held on to the violin though um i didn't mm-hmm. like or rather more accurately i was happy that i held on to the violin the second time i tried the violin <laughs> as an adult because i saw lindsey sterling one time and thought that was oh, really God. cool um and <laughs> And then mm. I gave that to my little sister, and my mm-hmm. little sister was really good at it. Um, she, I cool. think, just dropped it since, but like, yeah, yeah, she at least loved it though. That was good for her. Real happy. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. There is something about like sticking with something like that, the where you like, yeah, sticking with like learning a skill of some kind, learning a um, learning a little hobby like that. It was one of the one of the things the education system has done correctly is mm-hmm. that and they didn't do it across the board, which is a problem. Um but like exposing people to the arts in various ways I think is really good. And I I wish we could do that more in schools. Mm-hmm. Um like all the all those schools where they've been like trying to figure out a way to like um work in sort of newer media type projects like for example Mm -hmm. podcasting and like getting students into that love that as an idea would actually love that if they did that more just like if they fleshed out those programs a wee bit i'm not saying like do that in place of theater but like maybe like maybe take some of the theater kids who are like behind the scenes because like they don't Mm -hmm. want to be on stage necessarily but they like still want to be involved right like I guess back in the day they did have like a radio type class, so it would be oh, that's cool. Reviving that kind of. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what podcasting is. Yeah, like functionally speaking, most podcasts is pretty much radio, but um, (laughs) with the known exception of this, because well, um, (laughs) oh my god, people getting terror readings on the radio that would straight up feel exactly (laughs) like exactly like Miss Cleo. 
um like exactly the miss cleo vibes that i i don't know what goes on on the am stations after like <laughs> 11 30 at night <laughs> you know what neither do i i don't know why i'm front like i've listened to the radio <laughs> the last 10 years like i i found podcasts and haven't listened to the radio ever oh, since like absolutely i was like oh i can listen to this on my own time not in my car oh uh, perfect perfect wonderful yeah or in my car if I so desire, but not necessarily. I can still listen to it wherever I am. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Perfect. Perfect and wonderful. Also, most of the radio shows that I really enjoy are also podcasts anyway. So, yeah. Like Selected Shorts. Woo. A shout cool. out that I still will give because I love them. And I still like, I don't know. They got me into literature and they got me into like, listen, like right when my dyslexia hit was when I started listening to them like all the time which is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, then I could still like get my little literature fix, even though um, my little literature fix, even though um, even though I couldn't read the short story myself, it's got that little fix in, which is really great. Um, and speaking of like, you know, things being pretty great. Damn, um, <laughs> <laughs> perfect segue. Hell yes. Nailed um, it. Honestly, there's a symmetry to this one that I really mm-hmm. love, um, particularly with the card that was in the past position. Um, it is the <gasps> oh, Two of Pentacles, right? Like, it's beautiful. Nice. <laughs> I like it a lot. So um, it. for the listeners, it is um, it is a butterfly. It is mm-hmm. a butterfly with two uh, pentacles and a sort of infinity symbol that is a rainbow. Uh, yeah around them over top of the butterfly um i love that card so very much and this is the in the future position so this is okay stuff potentially upcoming stuff that is on the horizon um or oftentimes this is um should you follow the advice of the previous card um in the Mm -hmm. solution position this is a likely outcome um of that sometimes it's it's not at all directly like related to the previous two cards but you know sometimes it is maybe um in any case this card represents balance and change the two of pentacles signifies inevitable change since the pentacles suit relates to earthly possessions this usually means a new job or financial situation or a move even if you fear change it needs to happen and might even be fun. Face it with the grace of a newly formed butterfly, a world of possibilities balanced upon your delicate wings. Woo. Mm. Yes, very pretty and wonderful. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, overall, like, it, yes, this card did specifically mention earthly possessions, whatever. We can even, like... <laughs> Honestly, I tend not to pay too much attention to the actual suits and what the actual suits mean when I read um, mm-hmm. these, unless it's unless it seems really vague as to how it might apply. So then I go in and I look at the suit and I'm like, okay, this is the area in which this applies. So maybe it's delving, like we just need to delve into this a little bit deeper, not necessarily look at the other cards from the rest of the like suit, mm-hmm. but like what is this suit talking about overall? What are the common issues with this suit? Like that kind of thing. With this, I I will also just actively say, no, screw it. 
it could just mean that there is a change on the rise. Um, and whatever that change is, it's going to be necessary. And there's a good chance it can be fun. I would argue that most changes are positive if you look at them the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> almost anything can be positive if you look at it just the right way. Um, <laughs> if you look at it in just the right lighting, everything can be pretty. So um, that's <laughs> that's with the right perspective, everything can shine. That is it. That is the that is the the way in which I'll cap mm. that little that little thing. But yeah. And I think there's also an element with this one of finding finding a balance with things, things leveling out in a way that is pleasant and good, um, in a way that is not veering too heavily towards um too heavily towards things being too good to the point where they become stressful, or things mm-hmm. being bad to the point of they're just stressful because mm-hmm. they're bad, but leveling off to a place of just good, which is lovely and a great mm-hmm. look, a great place yeah. to reach in general. Um, so that being on the horizon sounds awesome. Yeah, um, sounds real fun, real great, um, and like. It's actually interesting. One of the two things that the um, that this card and the actual last card of the reading hold um, sort of together is, well, the fact that both cards have wings on them, technically. Um, mm. That's not necessarily it. Um, also, the bit of, like, there's the bit of anything, if you look at it, can be great if you like look at it in the right light kind of thing that can also exist with this one as well. Um, now this is from a different deck. I should clarify. You okay. can sort of tell because the card, the back of the card yeah. is completely the hell different, but this is an animal card. Like I, um, like with all the readings there's, this is the energy to carry forward into whatever that future position is. Um, mm-hmm. So when you find whatever that upcoming change is going to be, meet it with this, and um, sort of move through it with this energy. And with this one, it is the peacock, which I think is very fun. Wow. That's a, beautiful. Right? I love I, I love this card. I love peacocks mm-hmm. in general. They've sort of been like a theme of mine this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially dress-wise, but there's that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... The thing that I like about the peacock is that it's, um, it's that I don't know why I just looked at this card and the first thing, the, like the first word that popped out to me as I like am looking at its description mm-hmm. is rare, but that's not the thing. That's not the thing that I would necessarily actually describe when it comes to the peacock. I don't necessarily think they're that rare. Like they seem actually pretty common as animals. They're just very, they're they fairly look, everywhere. Yeah, they just look like they should be rare. Right. But like they're not though. <laughs> they do look impractical a lot of times though I will say like <laughs> when you look at them with their like with their um with their feathers down it does just yep. look like they're carrying around too much. Like and like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like what is happening here? Like mm. like I don't know. I'm just trying to live, dude. I'm like it's bird you are carrying too many feathers i know that you need them for a very specific purpose however like this is this feels like this could be a problem um but we'll leave that part of the peacock alone because that's 
that's that's fine. Um, well, I mean, there is the thing where if you visit like any zoo anywhere, mm-hmm. there are going to be peacocks just everywhere in the zoo. Mm-hmm. And if they decide to stand in the middle of the path, they could block the entire path on the their own. <laughs> the entire thing. They could just yeah. be in the way. I also find it interesting because it's it's one of those animals that like when we speak about the animal, we are only speaking about half of its species. Just right. Because the peahen is nowhere near as colorful. Yeah. Like every time we talk about it, we are only ever talking about Mm-hmm. Mm, that's just patriarchy for you right there. We only ever talk about the dude right there. We only talk about the pretty boys. <laughs> I feel weird about it. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, just <laughs> my inner feminist, my inner um my inner um stereotypical feminist. There we go. I yeah. will I will just include that. <laughs> yeah. Um and I don't know, I find that to be a little bit interesting. But the other ones also like, I don't know, they're they're living their lives. They're unbothered, and good for them. Yeah. Good for them that they're not being bothered by everybody on the planet. Um, that feels good for them. Oh, one of the only times that that happens. Anyway, um, so <laughs> this card, as um, as one might imagine, uh, does have an element of beauty to it. But um, specifically, this one is actually about inner beauty, which I think is pretty cool. Hmm. Um, so the peacock represents inner beauty, compassion and is an assimilator of anything, which I think is interesting. This card I've actually also never pulled before in any reading, which I think is pretty pretty fun and special. In the multiple years that I've had this deck, this card has never come up. This is just fascinating. Um, The beauty of the peacock is unrivaled. It's easy to think it comes from the plumage, but the secret of the peacock is that the beauty resides within and extends outward indefinitely. This adept creature can assimilate or digest all experiences in life, so it does not harbor resentment, conflict, or past pain within its psyche. The peacock type is extremely rare. Not many of us have reached this advanced level of acceptance (laughs) of the self and others. When in balance, a peacock type is confident and kind. When out of balance, they cannot fully digest a situation. To bring into balance, meditate. Specifically, it says meditate about the navel, which I think is funny. Um, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think um, it's also its suggestion is quite literally navel gaze which i think is real funny uh that's just funny as a concept but like i think um i would say broadening that out meditation also not not <laughs> don't meditate on an orange either i don't think that's what it means but i think <laughs> hold an orange out and just stare at that for a whole bit um but no, or I mean, maybe just broadly meditate if that's what does it. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> meditating about a navel orange is what's gonna solve solve issues. If that leads you to enlightenment, <laughs> sure. It's whatever wild. works for you. I love I love the way imagination works because I did just picture somebody like like just like a comic in like three frames being like it's <laughs> <laughs> just this person just walking up to walking up to a thing sort of lifting it up 
staring at it for a second. I guess it would have to be four panels, but whatever. Um, I was looking at it, and the final panel is, I have attained enlightenment. (laughs) 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 The non sequitur of it is so good, and I just, I love it so much. Oh, it's moments like that where I wish that drawing didn't take me like five hours to do. Oh. <laughs> if drawing were easier, oh boy. Um, but yeah, overall, um, it's set. It's saying basically, lean into that, um, to that kindness, lean into that, um, that level of acceptance, um, mm-hmm. where possible, because sometimes it's not, you know, naturally. Mm. Um, but where possible, lean into the sort of acceptance and the compassion required to have that acceptance. I think those are two sort of crucial parts of that. And, um, yeah, lean into that as one, as, as you head into the future, which I think is pretty, pretty easy. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I feel like that's a good, a good just overall cap on the whole thing. Um, where can the people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Magical Girl Kira. Uh, Kira is spelled K-Y-R-A. Um, yeah, I'm there shouting about everything, some of which I'm involved in, some of which I'm just really excited for. <laughs> Shout out to that. I love it. And I will um, I will do my best to link everything in the um in the show notes i mean not everything that we've talked about naturally because mm-hmm. that would just take forever but um at least very, <laughs> at least linking to um <laughs> linking to where you can find um where you can find alice and where you can find um i'll probably link also to um link also to uh to the to the show that you were on i will link to that as well okay um yeah i feel like that's a good idea um good idea so y'all can go back and listen to that uh get a get a flavor for get a little flavor of that and you know look forward to the future and look forward to the future things that are on the horizon all of which i'm sure will be awesome um hell yeah and listeners should you decide that you want to find me anywhere i'm at red black golden on everything uh the pod the podcast twitter is jv underscore reads but you most likely saw that when you found this episode like i cannot (laughs) imagine you didn't find this on twitter but maybe you didn't maybe you found it somewhere else and honestly if you did where you should comment that is most likely in in maybe a review i've never once asked for reviews for this podcast Mm. anywhere not a single time why because i literally forgot that that was a thing that people do i (laughs) so listener if you want other people to find (laughs) jv reads the tea without knowing there's a twitter for it go on to itunes or wherever you're listening and leave a five-star review See, <laughs> better pro, better at that than better than that, <laughs> better at that than I am. Lord, just, I, I've been podcasting now for like what four years, maybe five now, and yeah. I'm still bad at this part. It's, I think now it's just a bit. Like now I'm just I'm bad <laughs> at it, but it's a bit for some reason. Anyway, um, should y'all desire to, um, perhaps get a reading for yourself. You can do so by becoming a patron uh, for um, Paperboat Productions. Yes. Um, I believe these readings are at the. I, ooh, 
I don't know. I think they're at the $20 level. It was like, I, I don't know. We literally just put it up today. That's why I have no idea. I have no clue. We talked about it briefly today in like a meeting separately. And I think it's at the $20 level. It might also be at the 15 um, per like just if I if I mm. can make that work. Um but yeah, so there. Um and those I some of those will be monthly. I think the twenties are monthly, um, possibly. Um I could be wrong. That also might just be a lot of time. I have no idea. But in any case, we'll see. We're still working out all those details. But um, there will be a reading. And by the time that you hear this, we will have ironed out all of those details and figured out what that means. Um, and I look forward to potentially giving you all those lovely readings. Um, and that, yeah, you can find that information at Paper Boats pods i think on twitter whatever it's in the description i know i put it there <laughs> my show note game is on point if there's yeah. one thing that's on game my show point my show note game is on point and that's the important yes. thing because yeah oh going to the show notes and clicking a link is way easier than remembering to go onto a computer and type in whatever the url was that is very very real Oh, God, that's very real. I also think I'm going to start including, if I can remember to do this, a link to a song of some type in the um, in the show notes. It Usually, it'll be probably whatever I've been listening to. I do know in all of the show notes, there's a link to the song, uh, the Miss Cleo song. Um, at this being the second time Miss Cleo has come up during this contest. Um, <laughs> but um, the Miss Cleo song, because that is one of the reasons I decided to start this show in general, is because I was listening to that song and I realized that, and I like remembered how much I enjoyed Tara reading and also I figured it would be fun. <laughs> it's also just a fun, fun song uh, made by a, made by a, um, I actually don't know that person's identity. I do know that at the time they were a drag queen. So there is that. I do not know if that has changed since then. <laughs> but I highly recommend you all check that out. The video is hilarious. Um, it's literally just one person in front of a camera. like, And it's a one take thing. And yet the way oh, it's oh. done is iconic. I love it so much. <laughs> it makes me so happy. It's also the most 90s video. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's it is perfect. It is perfection. But there will probably be another song in the show notes, so go and listen to that. Um, thought it might be from a famous band. It might be not. Who who knows? <laughs> I have no I have no idea. This is an only idea one way to find out, right? This is an idea that's popping out of my brain right now that has never appeared before. <laughs> it's fun. Um, and you know, uh, if y'all if y'all. Uh, like the spontaneity and would like to stick around subscribe to the show and keep on listening um and uh be well do as much good work as y'all possibly can do get vaccinated it is important that you do so because we need to return to general not normalcy yeah. because i don't know that that will ever be fully possible but and also, I don't know that I fully want to go all no. the way back to everything that we previously had. Let's go forward to a better normal. Yes. Let us move. Uh, you know what? I might just work that into, like, literally the show for the rest of time. Like, literally <laughs> the end part into, for the rest of time. Um, mm -hmm. Let us move forward into a better, better normalcy. And stay safe out there. 
It's wild out there, y'all. But stay safe. And... Thank you.